0: Thank you. Listening to Inside Out
1: with Turner and Seth. And it keeps getting stranger and stranger. And the foam keeps getting thicker and thicker. Folks, I I know a lot of you are pretty scared out there. It's okay to be scared. It's also okay to be happy and be loved. Yeah, you got to try to do both. Got to try to keep your sanity. Stretch your emotions. And stretch your muscles. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: going to hit 10 miles this week. Mark my word. Seth keeps running.
1: I keep walking my dog. I did a little running. Oh, yeah, that's when you got chased by the police. I have a radio guy that I listen to who's, who's like coming up with ways for heavy people to start running. But that's a whole other story. I, I want to talk about what we're going through, man. <clears throat> so, so heavy, so difficult. Uh, one thing to that maybe our niche listenership should hear, and a lot of you probably know this, but, I mean, I love going to concerts. I've been going to concerts for decades, and I miss it dearly. But let's remember concerts are online people are there's that good point but also there's people really hurting and really scared out there who've lost their jobs who maybe are trained in industries that may or may not come back for a while Uh, people who are losing relatives to death to this virus relatives that were healthy just a month or so ago this is um really scary for those people so let's be careful complaining about inconveniences when people are going through life and death things would you agree, Seth? Yeah, but I will say that in
0: my social feed, I'm not seeing what you see. I don't know. Maybe it's a Twitter thing with you, but I don't see many people complaining about not being able to see live music as much as you're saying. I think people are complaining about, well, just you know, forgetting to change their underwear or t-shirt for three
1: days, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's an experiential thing, and I do like hearing those things. I do like hearing from people how their existence is being impacted, and uh, I mean, it is a, an interesting phenomenon, what's happening now. And and there's a, the grants and the grants and the uh,
0: the government bailouts and whatnot's coming through, the subsidies and whatnot. But I'll tell you, it is a confusing time with all that. And I feel very fortunate to have Polé Clark behind me and guiding me through what I'm supposed to do in this time.
1: Yeah. Very important time to have your financial people, have the best people with you. Uh, the markets are constantly changing. You have to move your money around. A lot of people buying gold.
0: Yeah there's a, Well you know my friend uh, Jonathan Silverman He refuses to buy gold But the Goldbergs They buy gold all the time Laugh track
1: insert here I'd really I don't even think The Seth people Would find that clever or funny What what? Because Goldberg Has the word gold in the name I'm sorry You want me to just call Jefferson Waffle for you So you, you can get a laugh uh, Jefferson Waffle What about him I love his trailers. Have you seen his trailers? He, he has this cooking show that I guess is eventually going to come around, but he does these awesome trailers. His wife is sh- showing how she cooks things. I can't wait to see the whole thing. What, that's called, uh, What I, I named that. Just like I named your shit. I think I named it. I might be wrong. Cooks. What Brooke Cooked. What Brooke Cooked, yes. I swear we were texting back and forth. And texting is important, too. That's another thing I want to talk about. Because you know I'm a big texter. Oh, you're a big anything. But I have to be careful not to overtext because some people are put off, and even more so now. Yes. So, so you hold on. Do you you know that? Well, sure. But some people love it. But that's my point. Is I'm trying to be like a linebacker. I'm trying to reach out to people, and just you know, some people like want to talk, and, and others are like leave me the fuck on. And either way is fine. I just want to let people know if they're if they're bored and lonely, I'm here. If not, that's fine. I got plenty of hobbies and interests. I'm going through my collection like a malavaga.
0: Definitely been getting phone calls from friends I haven't talked to in a while. And I've also made it a point to connect with friends I haven't talked to in a while and I'm having, you know, just hour long conversations, just catching up with people. And, you know, it's kind of interesting to have that time. I know everyone, I'm sure our listeners are doing the same thing. And if you're not, try it because it's really rewarding. I've also made it a point to shut the fuck up and listen. Wow. I know. Can you do that on the show? Uh, If you look at the track where. You talk versus I talk? No, I'm talking, talk about, more than me. I'm talking
1: about going with what's being said as opposed to waiting until someone stops talking and just blurting. I'm sorry, what do you say, Fatso? Thank you very much. So, God, two fat. other things I want to talk about. God, is he fat? <laughs> he's so moving good. forward. My couch is a dent in it right now. Your oh. couch loves me. It's gross. Anyways, that's a great premise. You beat that to death.
0: Yeah, anyways, if you want to hear more great, Things and you've got the time, there's no excuse now. Osiris Media, go to Osiris Pod, O S I R I S P O D dot com. So much content. They got the daily drop now. Monday through Saturday, five things you should know. This is also a great way to learn about other Osiris podcasts
1: that are a part of the Osiris Media Network. One of which is the Jambase podcast, which has been doing a great job, and the website has been doing an amazing job the keeping us updated space. on the streams. They missed the Richard Thompson one. I was surprised at that, but other than that, just letting us know about tons and tons of stuff that's going on. And, and, uh, and they and, have it. If you haven't been to the Jambase dot com, mm-hmm. where they do the streams, they created a
0: whole. But they also have it so that you click it and the window is there you don't if so like someone like Rob that doesn't go on Facebook I think you can actually see the Facebook stuff some of them it, has,
1: it depends on the account Richard Thompson's I could but others I can't it depends on whether or not it's an open account or something like that I don't know I hate Facebook I, I go on there we all uh, know I go on there uh, begrudgingly but Richard Thompson that his, his webcast was absolutely freaking amazing it was like a Richard Thompson show
0: mm-hmm. it
1: really was but uh, you know one thing r- regular listeners there's two quick things for our regular listeners before we're going to talk to Scott Bernstein from JamBase. We're going to talk about his experience. but um, before we do that, two things. first of all, anyone who listens regularly knows that I tend to make fun of the industry people. Rightfully so. First, it's good content and also their behavior can be abhorrent at times. But, but, great, but- great people who, who push this industry along and who are a lot of whom are scared now. so it's time to respect them and when this starts, the dust starts to settle. Uh, this show, I'm hoping, and I have a feeling, based on the sit- work you're doing with the SATA, that you'll be on board with this too, Seth. Everyone's invited. I want to make sure that the show, uh, we also get involved with something that helps the people in the music and, and entertainment and restaurant industry cope with this uh, financially and all that. I would really like that to be a driving force of the show when this is over or even starting before then.
0: You're cool hey, with Number that. two.
1: Number two, I think a lot of the listeners of this show would like to know, how your sister's doing. As, ah. as we've learned in the, in the, in case you didn't listen to the last one, Go back and listen. Uh, Seth's sister did, his, Seth's sister's family contracted the virus and she was the only one who got ill. Hospitalized. Yes. And just <coughs> got great. ill, but not hospitalized. Yeah.
0: I'm, I mean, a little sick, but she was the like one that the got. flu. Yeah, exactly. But, but then
1: she got the chest, the, the loss she of breathing. Exactly.
0: Harder, uh, had Terrible breathing. That's uh, the scariest thing. Viral pneumonia. Was in the hospital for almost a week, just shy one day of a week. People say it's like someone's sitting on your chest. Really, really difficult. Her, She couldn't... I mean, you don't think I'm funny. She laughs at my jokes, and it hurt her to talk to me. And I'm not that funny, folks.
1: Right. So They know. You don't have to tell us <laughs> that Seth.
0: She's back home, and she's back to herself. Uh, she still has, says that, like, going, you know, getting physical for a while is a little shortness of breath but like she can talk and she's she's feeling much much better she's on the other end of it now um but like she and I you know she tells me over and over that if this if this was something that happens on my mother my mother would be dead
1: yeah you said that last episode
0: and I'll say it every time so care about your parents this is
1: real my parents already are dead I'll t- can I tell a quick story about my dad actually at the uh outro no we're not doing Such an outro okay that, that we, we saw that movie Contagion together about 10 years ago your dad yeah when it came out when would that be I don't know 10 years ago so or is it, species? it was one of those ones where it was about the situation we're going through now yeah. and then we went out to dinner afterwards and I and you know my dad was a low key a very intelligent guy but very low key and dry you know and at one point I said to him man you know th- it seems like something that really could happen to us it seems like something that could happen to us not too long from now and he looked at me with a dry little smile and half grin Weird look in his eye, and he said, Yeah, but I'll be dead by then. <laughs> he was right. My dad, who passed away three years ago, just under three years ago.
0: Hey, speaking of passing away, can I mention yes, of course over? you can. This is
1: one of the people you know I give Seth shit, deservedly so, 90% of the time. But Seth, when he kicks ass, he kicks ass, and he kicked ass with this idea. And I've helped too, right? Yeah, you
0: got in there today. Thank you so much. You got
1: to let me edit stuff before you send it out. I sent ahead. you the link weeks ago. No, days ago. Weeks ago. ago.
0: <laughs> you sent the link last okay. night when the I was the whole farting. thing happened days ago. What are you talking about? So, ladies and gentlemen, this year we are going to do a virtual seder. All are invited. It's going all are welcome. The virtual seder. It's going to be a Passover seder. The second night on Thursday. Uh, right now, it will be through social media's, but we're hoping. To uh, looks like there's gonna be a partnership Osiris is gonna help with this and hopefully Jambase will talk to Scotty but
1: uh, or but Nugs.net which by the way Nugs.net is, I owe them a thank you I've been watching a lot of stuff on there lately go on
0: if we get the if I can get the artist involvement that I'm hoping then Nugs will broadcast this they, they said if we can get the talent they will broadcast it uh, and it's gonna be a virtual Seder uh, we're gonna go to different artists we're gonna stream them in all are welcome all are welcome. It's not a Jewish thing. It's, it's a non-traditional. Thing. But
1: I, when I was editing, I was didn't go non-denominational because it's sort of denominational. Because then you you also said that J- Jewish people are going to be doing the readings well, they, for the most part. Yeah, but right? they're not going to actually all do, allowed doing joy. They're not going to
0: do the readings. They're going to interpret it as much as the sure. like. So, like for example, if Sarah Silverman would be so kind, Sarah, please. I know you're a huge fan and listener. So thank
1: you so much, by the way. And easy on, easy on the weed. She's been smoking a lot of weed lately. I follow her on Twitter.
0: If and she, I love weed, but Sarah, dial back just a little bit. Oh, so maybe I should have her do the bitter herbs section instead be of... Because I was going to have her do... I was going to see if she'll do the matzah section and talk about matzah. But maybe she would be better for the bitter herbs. Let's make sure that anybody who's giving grants is okay with that. They are uh, behind us. And they actually said because it's a fundraiser,
1: because we're raising money for Conscious Alliance. Right, but they might get cold feet if... If um, marijuana is involved, yeah, uh, it's legal in, in this state, states. Not this state. It's, this is a uh, just stay in your lane. We're good. Oh, I'm erring on the side of caution. <laughs> Don't do that. Stay in your lane, bullshit. That's closed minded garbage. Here's the veiled thing. Is, as arrogance. We're veiled. Good. The
0: idea, though, Rob,
1: veiled as something. Damn it.
0: And so, so our listeners understand, Passover is a Jewish holiday where we open our doors. Yes. It's
1: Medieval times, we
0: open our doors to strangers to join us for our. Passover, festive meal. Well, this year...
1: And Passover's like fish. Hanukkah's like twiddle. Hanukkah's kind of not... not the, not. A, it's only Hanukkah's blown like up because <laughs> it's near Christmas. <laughs> Passover is the fucking shit.
0: Passover and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah's like I'm... Ones. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So Passover definitely is. And we normally we would open our doors to anyone, say anyone's welcome, but this year we obviously can't do that. So in the... Concert, I don't know, whatever you want to say. but Context? Yeah, and that, but...
1: This is why I need to edit stuff, dude. Uh, he sucks with words.
0: Look, we want to be able to go ahead and continue that tradition. So in honor of Sadaka and takun Alam, mm-hmm. we want to be able to go ahead and give to those in need. And there's a lot of kids right now that are... In the school, lunch programs, breakfast programs that are not getting fed. And Conscious Alliance for, what is it, a dollar? I mean, $2 is a a meal, $2 a meal, or is it a dollar for two meals? Can we
1: not gloss over that? Not only the kids, a lot of kids not getting those lunches, but they're from a lot of families who rely on the low-cost element of those lunches. Right.
0: So we're going to go ahead and raise money for Conscious Alliance to be able to get food to the people. And you're going to be able to help with that. So we're going to put this out on social media. We'll let everyone know where to go, how to donate, and every little bit helps. I mean, like I'm saying, it's a, a couple dollars can go a long way. And uh, in Jewish tradition,
1: 18 is chai, which is good luck, so feel free to give chai. And I'm uh, I'm allowed to participate because- You're I, circumcised. I'm not Jewish, but all, all <laughs> of my earliest girlfriends were Jewish. So oh, like Richard Belzer says, that makes me Jewish by insertion. You know I've used that line on people for years. That's Richard Belzer. He deserves I credit. I thought that was you
0: the no, whole time. I
1: stole it from Belzer. But yeah. I credit him sometimes. Well, let's get on with the show, shall we? Yes. Um, we're going to talk with Scotty Bernstein about his... Uh, you know, Jam bass, they've just been working harder since this all started. I also noticed that Jam bass and Jam
0: Bands and Live for Live Music are now sharing each other's material, which I was blown away. True.
1: I think the others have... Borrowed from Jam Bass frequently in the past. That's nothing new, but it is more uh, in concert. It's more uh, friendly now. It is. But well, yeah, I've, I've seen people steal from Jam Bass all the time.
0: So for our, our listeners and our new listeners, ladies and gentlemen, let's dial in. And the
1: music for this episode is going to be Pat Metheny, and he's I going to know. take
0: us. Is that right? Yes. Do you get permission? Just
1: do it. Oh, fuck. a just...
0: motherfucker. What's, what's the thing you're saying? Ask for forgiveness later. What's the... I say, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty!
2: How's it going, guys? Thanks for uh, having me on.
1: Oh,
0: man. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us and making the time. You're a busy guy right now. Your fingers must be on
2: fire.
1: Jam base has been crushing it,
2: dude. Crushing it. I- I appreciate that. Uh, we're really proud of the live stream schedule, the live stream calendar um, that our team put together. Um, it takes a lot of work to keep it going and keep it flowing and keeping it operating, so people could come by and use it just as they would a television and be able to change channels between the different live streams going on. And um, you know, we're uh, we've gotten good feedback on it and. And, of course, we couldn't do it without the musicians playing these streams. And, um, you know, there have been some some pretty cool moments that have happened. And I think it's a nice release for people to be able to still enjoy music and the therapeutic aspect that comes from music and being able to maybe not think about the uh, other parts of what's going on in this world right now.
0: Yeah, and listen man you're in New York City and on, the, on our intro here we talked about how quickly and how good the platform that you guys created are and I just got to say man that's really amazing that in such a intense time in such an intense place you're able to go ahead and develop and have your have your whole team let's use the let's use the the buzzword pivot because that's the buzzword <laughs> <laughs> I got if I hear that again right? but we were all using it uh, but you guys really did you pivoted and created this uh Look, the site, the page itself is not simple. It's not
1: just links. You actually have a TV there, like you said, with yeah. channels. And also at a time when people are working less, it seems to me that base is working more. Wasn't there like last weekend just like five or six of you working doing the whole thing? Oh, wow. Really?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, there's, there's – our developer, Todd Levy, has really done um, the – the bulk of the work in in making this product um, in coordination with our, our CEO David Onigman and the two of them really built uh, this this product and the speed and skill in which they've done it has just been incredibly impressive and then it gets put on to the rest of our team to operate it and uh, you know we're, we're we're doing the best we can with that it's interesting, you you have all, we're learning about all of these different platforms that people use to stream um, that I never even heard of, some of them before this had started and um, we're, you know, doing our best to have as many entries in there as possible and yes, this is all coming at a time that is extremely stressful, but I gotta say, we all feel Lucky in that we still have jobs when there's many people in the music industry mm-hmm. that are off the road and don't. Um, so you know, I find it anytime I find myself complaining about the hours, I think about how much worse the situation can be, and I am happy to have a job, and I'm glad that people are. are we're glad that people are enjoying the product now.
0: That's with a, that's,
1: that's the right attitude.
0: Now with a uh, two two part question one. If a musician is interested in getting listed on there, how do they go about it? And two, what is this, the algorithm to be able to be accepted to be on that platform?
2: Well, right now we have at the top of the page, I believe, there's a um, spot for people to uh, say that, where, where it says uh, if you want to be listed, um, it, it's basically a Google form that it, it, it's a link to, and uh, we have a number of questions on that Google dot on that Google form that help us put together your entry. The next thing that we're working on is a more automated way of doing that where essentially an artist will fill out this form and nearly instantaneously will appear on the calendar. You know, we just want to avoid a situation. With, you still need the human touch in that. Right. As automated as we make it, we don't want some yachts to create a fake entry and it just go live right. automatically. So you still need a human to at least press the approve button.
1: The human
2: touch. <laughs> so we're we're we that's the next step in this process with jambase.com slash live streams is having a more fleshed-out um, forum but for now there's a spot on the, uh, on the on the side I believe it's towards the top where you can submit a stream And for now, we're using a Google form to accept those entries. And beyond that, it's members of our team just scouting around Twitter, scouting around Facebook and Instagram, looking for announcements of these streams.
0: But the second part of the question then is how do you go ahead and choose which ones are qualified to be on that list so that it's not just bogged down with – a hundred different, you know, where, where, where someone like, say, Les Claypool, all of a sudden is like 50 people in the seven o'clock slot. You're like, you miss it, you know?
2: Exactly. And that's uh, what we're, right now that hasn't been, the bulk of live streams has not been to the level where that's become an issue for right now we are trying to enter what it is we see we we are certainly cognizant of the fact that we want our core artists to be to not to, to not fall down the page if you will um, but for right now you, let's take the example of nugs um, nugs is doing replays every night we've got Humphreys mondays we've got uh j rad night in america i believe is tuesdays and um disco biscuits recline and rewind wednesdays dead and company has saturdays fish dinner a movie on tuesdays so nugs has done a good job of making each of these core bands kind of own a night if you will Um, so that's helpful in that it's spread out I mean there are some days where I would be more concerned of the other situation where there's not enough entries um, and not enough going on Um, and, and you know also there's a lot of great people that are putting together virtual festivals and in that case we have one entry that lists a number of bands and that certainly helps with what you brought up in terms of the signal noise and um, just having one entry for a lot of bands i mean on the other end of it it makes it a, a lot of work for us to keep on switching in the live streams but you know oh, we're, doing yeah. what, what we're doing what we're doing we got to do and uh you know we get, we, we were go li- s- go see live music and now we're go stream live music
1: now i want to talk to, about you in a second one quick question though since you're captain fish you're still a bit that's still your favorite band right i would
2: think I think that's fair. Yeah,
1: I thought he was a bigger Spafford fan these days. no?
2: <laughs> goose, bro. Goose, bro. goose. Sorry,
0: Goose. This year, Spafford. I forgot.
1: I caught the Goose virus a little bit too. We were just about to interview him, Scott, and that was like the first show they had to cancel. I was crushed. I've just become like this
0: Goose fan. You know what happened? We were going duck, duck, and we never got we to never goose. Got goose. A lot of ducking,
1: no Goose. But
2: they're what you, really good. They're the real deal, in can, my opinion.
1: Can you just comment real quick because it's. And I love fish, too. I'm not the hardcore fan that you are, but I'm just so, so in love with what Trey has shared with us since since this all started. Can you comment on that for a minute?
2: I think it is such a beautiful thing. And it brings me back to something that we discussed earlier with being able to take your mind off of the intense situation that's going on right now even if it's for the three or four minutes of watching trey and just getting to absorb this new music and you know let's also not forget uh tom marshall and uh scott herman absolutely who who seem to be writing lyrics about I got to imagine, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems to me that they have all been written since the situation has started. Either that or they're incredibly prophetic in (laughs) what they've predicted with the words that they've written.
1: Either way, it's impressive.
2: Indeed, indeed. And it's really nice. Uh, I, it seems like Trey is in New York City, which surprises me. I figured as a doomsday prepper, he would have been one of the the first out. Um, makes me feel a little better, bit better about mm-hmm. uh, living here in the epicenter of the pandemic. He, he
1: just gave me the segue. Look at that. So, Scotty, you live with one roommate with whom you've lived for a long time. Right. It, it, yes, yes. So, um, so you guys yeah. are cool. You get along. Because I, my, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I worry about people who are corn- who are
2: married. I worry about people oh that are God. married. Or what
1: about you? Or you're with someone and the relationship is falling apart, or you're with someone that you really don't get along with. I mean, what a freaking nightmare this must be for those people.
2: Uh, I can't even imagine. Uh, my roommate Adam. Um, has been my best friend and my roommate for um, it's going on 20 years. Whoa, so we're right ne- like nearly uh, married in the uh, completely uh, friend way there. And um, so I feel very lucky in that sense. But at the same time, it's I am I, I, I I'm st- is locked in my room for many hours of the day working, um, while still trying to contribute to the cooking and the cleaning. And it's, uh, you know, I, I, just really, it's just something in, in my mind that I'm always trying to be cognizant of. I, I don't want us to fight or to, um, be in a bad place because of this. But right now we've been very supportive of each other i feel very lucky because as you said it could be a situation where where i'm with somebody that either i don't know all that well or that i know well and don't want to be around
1: how many times have you left your apartment in the last week
2: um, I try to make it down to about one or two times a day, and those one or two times a day is for about five minutes, just to get a breath of fresh air. To I do my absolute best not to touch anything. Um, it is. It's really. It's 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 quite a sight out on the streets of New York City in terms of just n- no one being around which is a good thing people are paying heed to the mm-hmm. warnings um people are it's like i when they're in the, the when i went out for the first time in the middle of the day today and it was there were enough people that it was like a game of frogger it was like <laughs> you want to avoid everyone so you got to you know, move to your right when this person's coming by. You always got to keep an eye to, the, to, to behind you to make sure that no one's coming up too close um, in back. And it truly sucks not to have any outdoor space whatsoever yeah. that i feel safe in anytime i leave the apartment i feel like i'm taking my life into my hands and i just can't do much better than not than than getting out once or twice a day i i just i I, I, I with the amount that I'm working and um, I, I just I, I, I feel like i'm taking the precautions um, I'm putting on gloves i'm wa- washing my hands at, at all times um, and we're blessed in that we've our building staff is incredible I mean these guys did not sign up for this Right. Um, nobody did and no one no one did that's for sure but I mean there's just a lot of unsung heroes in this whole thing um, we do have multiple cases of positive tests in our building to my understanding um, that no one is uh, any symptoms have been very mild one of the two cases has now been over for two has now passed the two week mark so we're hoping that they're through the woods um but it's, it, it's extremely scary and you know we've got a puppy so hey um, my roommate has to go out um a, like five or six times a day because she's the ruby has a small bladder ruby um, ruby um, so do you wave you know. at her
1: a lot? For like 40, <laughs> forty minutes, forty minute waves.
0: So I, I was thinking more of that like your your neighbors below you is like it's raining again. Let's stop. It's raining again. But so on that note, are your neighbors? Do you hear a lot of shut the fuck up?
2: Go to I'm gonna camera your Yeah,
0: you, You're like banging and just like craziness coming out of people. Yeah,
2: you know that's a good question. Surprisingly not. But I will tell you the one thing that I hear that is really cool, and that is at seven o'clock every night you hear people cheering uh, and people are cheering the shift? for the health, uh, for the health workers right and on. for the first responders. And it's with each passing day, it's louder and more intense That's and awesome. more joyous. And it is like, it is a really nice breath of fresh air. And it's nice to see people, um, acknowledging, all the the folks that are on the front lines of this
1: i just got a little chill Mm -hmm. that's the new york at its best it's the greatest you know
2: yeah absolutely what about
1: groceries do you have to wait in line to get them are you having them delivered
2: i've been we've been lucky in that we've gotten um fresh direct which is a delivery service um it is like fish to getting fish tickets oh, no, it's trying exactly, yeah. to
0: secure a slot <laughs> dude I, I've been telling people the same thing because I do uh, Amazon Fresh because I'm like I'm not going to go to the st- store I'm going to get it here. but same thing I'm like, people am like I tried there's no av- available spots I'm like dude you fill your cart and you
1: just got to hit refresh exactly. uh, yeah but since it's like fish tickets Scotty just calls Marshall and he took uh- him up <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we I, I haven't been to a store in over a week um i'm hoping we've were we're making lists of everything that we possibly need and um you know my my roommate works in the real estate industry and he has to go to his office once a week so he goes on that day and he'll Also go right next door to his office is a supermarket. And last week he went and that he was thankfully the only person in there um, and uh, was able to pick out. some of the things that that we needed that we don't have in our fresh direct order and the good thing about fresh direct is as long as you've got your slot um which is like a week in advance for instance our next one is coming on saturday uh we can keep on adding things to it as it comes up um so, you know, you you get the staples when you get that order in because the meats and uh, poultry and, the, and, and bread seem to be going the quickest. And so as long as you have those things, everything else, um, you know, the peanut butter and jelly type things, if you forget that, you can put it in at the last minute. But I'm listening to myself say these things, and I just can't believe this is the world.
0: No, but minute. can you imagine if it was 1996 – like, right. I mean, like, have- well, what would we do? We, we would, first of all, people would try to, like,
1: do a video, but it'd be like Max Headroom or, like, you know, you get, like, half <laughs> a line. <laughs> <you know? laughs> well, what I'm thinking is from, from a concert. Perspective, what if this had happened in 1987, right after Jerry had the coma and they had this killer spring tour? And then what if we lost that? I mean, there was so much built up. What if you lost that spring tour? So, I, as much as I make fun of people for complaining about concerts, I try to, I'm trying to, it's a good time for empathy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of young people who are in their 20s or 30s. Yeah. And Fish is really playing well. And this man, the biscuits are just back and crushing. You know, I just, wow. I'm trying to put myself in their shoes and be like, you know, yeah. have some understanding for why, because it, it can be annoying when, when there's people who are really hurting, but then again, concerts are a lot of people's lifeblood in this cruel and vicious, ugly world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: we're right. going to see a big shift, and I imagine, you, you, Scotty, you'll, you're going to see it on the forefront with the amount of festivals that were doing well that now are getting over, uh, getting booked over by the other you know heavyweights and, uh, and, and yeah. the artists. You remember after um, September 11th, a lot of the bands were touring and they were in their vans and they were just getting by, and all of a sudden that stopped. So right. this is going to cut out. This is going to level the playing field on a lot of
1: ways, not just with the bands, but with the promoters. I don't and- know if it'll level the playing field. I think it'll separate the wheat from the chaff. It won't let the, the stronger bands will get through, and the, the like to do the opposite of leveling right. the playing field. But I do think it, so it's going to trim. It's, it's some are going to get cut off. Some are just that's not going to make it. Same gonna be. Venues, a- same with venues. Same re- with I mean, restaurants are already closing. Yeah.
2: It is going to be like the Wild West when when God, and I can't wait for this day. Um, but uh, if come fall, if, if if God willing, everything clears up, and I don't even know what that situation looks like. What does clear up look like? I right. mean, we've got a vaccine, and is that really the only thing that's going to make it so that it fully stamps out? Um, Coronavirus, that's what worries me. I don't know what the end game is here. Um, by the way, we
1: live near the CDC. We, we, we I'm told run by the CDC, it's kind of freaky. I run by it, like, should I be even near? Yeah, this place? Seth <laughs> runs by it all the time. Yeah. Um, but they, th- from what we hear, is that the vaccine, if we get it in the fall, that'd be a best case scenario. It's probably more like a year away,
2: yeah. No, so. Well let's so well, let's be optimistic and say whatever happens we're not doctors here but whatever happens that right. we we get the all clear for the fall. Yeah, it's going to be every single band is going to be on, wanting to get chomping at the bit to get on the road. Every festival is either rescheduled, and that's why I think yeah, something like Sweetwater, as I love much as what it they did, sucks yeah. that it's not going to be held this year, yeah. I, I think it, it, to be fighting to yeah. hold it in October when there's not even a guarantee that you'll be able to move forward with it in October is is not the the right move. I, th- I think yeah. uh, they they as much as the it's a harsh pill to swallow. I, I would really we're, – we're, we've got a lot bigger problems if there's not going to yeah. be a Sweetwater in 2021. Yeah,
1: push it yeah, back right. a year and just keep Oysterhead.
0: No, they did. They, they, they announced their, they got a lot of the same lineup. They yeah. already announced yeah. it, which I thought was amazing. But not only that, though, what about the ticket buyer? If I'm a ticket buyer for, say, Bonnaroo and I'm going to go in October, yeah. am I going to spend that same money in June again or am I going to take June off? I mean and- there's a lot of questions that come up. And then also with the bands – Yes, all the bands are going to be chomping to the bit to get in the venues. Does that mean the venues now promoters are able to charge less, right. uh, pay less for the bands yeah. because, like, hey, you know, they can get they'll they'll they'll, they'll have there's their pick more the competition
1: letter, for the same dates,
0: and then the audience isn't going to have the money to go to all the shows that are going to be happening either. And so I got to see lower ticket prices. As and a I question. got
1: I got to say, as someone who's over fifty, way over fifty, <laughs> no, no, I'm just not kidding. Way over, just kidding. Calm just kidding. down. <laughs> just kidding. And I look under. No, but seriously, a lot of the a lot of people over 50 are gonna are gonna be hesitant about be, going to crowds right away and, right. and let's be real even though i'm not an example of this a lot of people over 50 are the ones with the disposable income that have all the money to pay for vip and all
2: this stuff if that is a, a a good point and look um these are all major issues and and i will say that when this was all starting, I remember um, there was an announcement of Live Nation, AG, and right. some of the booking agents all working together um, to he- discuss the fact that c- once the situation dissipated, every there was going to be a big problem of um, – picking who fills what date and uh, figuring out the the calendar so it's either a really good thing that all these people are working together or it's a monopolistic thing where all, all the uh music fans are gonna get screwed but i am a positive person and hope that uh the be- look look for the best in humanity and hope that uh th- that that is going to be a coordinated effort um to get 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 people back on the road and be able to somehow space it out in a way I mean look we have how many bands don't do New Year's runs not very many and we're able to be there's still all these bands doing New Year's runs so yes it's going to be a longer period of that and um, there's going to be some tough choices for people how they spend their disposable income many of which for many people is less um but man i I, i'll i'll be excited for that to become the issue rather than we can't get any of these bands to play at all um so you know i i i just kind of hope for the best but i do acknowledge that uh I, i I worry about that you also throw in the fact that sports has a similar problem, oh, situation yeah. I mean
0: and, the, and they got the rights to the arenas before any band
2: does for sure Exactly exactly yep. um so we'll see I mean maybe uh People are going to have to just bundle up for concerts at, uh, amphitheaters in December, um, rather than not see a concert. I think you're going to, people are going to, that's the thing people have plenty of time to come up with creative decisions, it appears, um, and uh, um it it will be very interesting to see how it all plays out and hopefully there's that big crush at the beginning and then we get back to a sense of normalcy which i think we all yearn for so much
1: oh yes and i hope we don't have a booking war you know i hope that the the booking agents don't go after each other i hope they can work together they still have jobs I think there's, yeah. really there's important a lot, of, there's a lot there's- of
0: booking agents and booking agents that are in the major companies that are getting fired right now because mm. there's no money for them. But so you're yeah. going to
1: need the most skilled booking agents when we come out of this. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, again, I just hope we, I can't wait till we get to that point. And uh, he, you know, um, I, 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 I went on check, j- jam cruise uh three months ago it's like a, a whole other world i'm mean, i I'm not a
0: rep for jam cruise but i can totally imagine them taking a year off because i mean msc italian cruise line uh the, the fact that you're booking a lineup for you know time it just i, I think, think the whole fucking industry should go away but that's just me i, I don't disagree with that i mean I'm, i the whole love fucking industry cruise, should go away sorry kind of okay with the cruise lines going away for sure
2: so just Scott not Jam Cruise, can they just go for the one week for Jam Cruise? That's what their <laughs> week of the year, please. But I would hate, wear a mask. All right, go ahead. As god, awful
1: as this all is, if this had happened on Jam Cruise, oh
0: my god! If this all happened oh. a
1: month or two earlier, imagine the impact it could have ha- had on the scene, you know? And musicians, look what happened at the Love Rocks. We have with Larry and um and Jackson are sick, and I hear Larry's really ill. Larry Campbell, huh? guitarist. Yes, Jackson Brown. Songwriter who I hated love songs when I was a kid until I until I heard Jackson Brown hmm. saturate before using,
2: and I was there, um, and I regret that decision so much. That was the last public event that I went to, even though it was there were maybe 150 people in the audience there. And I literally had a whole row to myself and I don't think I interacted with anyone. Um, but I still feel, I still regret that I took any kind of chance. Um, that I did. And it's certainly scary to hear about Jackson and um, Larry. And uh, I'm just hoping for the best for those folks. I, um,
1: were you watching I, the music- musicians with regard to how were they, they were keeping distance from each other?
2: They were they did a they, they not only that but there were roadies coming out and with, um, w- with with swabs and stuff to you know kind of between each song to um, to wipe down um, w- wipe down mics and stuff but there's just only so much um, y- y- that, yeah. that obviously that could have been done. Well, um, I'm still,
0: still surprised that with the Allman Brothers that there wasn't a big... That was a full week before Love Rocks, right? No, it was a couple
2: days. No, two really? nights. Oh, two man. Nights. Yeah,
1: yeah it was, that's my point. I, I cannot believe that... Uh, yeah, that's an older fan base. Believe me, I know so well. Uh, you know, Some uh, of them used to tell me to sit down when Rat Dog or Phil were opening for him. I'd get told to sit down by these people so they could see the show they were talking over. I love Allman Brothers fans. Believe me. But at that moment, I struggled with them. But just, point uh, being, again, like, my yeah, hot, like my precious hot tuna, almonds, Dylan, these are older fan bases. I go to their shows a lot. Yeah. I'm, it's a rare time I'm a young guy. And, and they're packed in that garden. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was concerned. Have, I hope no cases have come out of that show. Are, have they? I mean, I'm sure there have. Uh, not but just nothing the musicians. with artists. I mean,
0: with um, I mean, that many people in, in New York City, there had to have been. I mean, there mm. had to have been.
2: I haven't heard anything specific but um, I wouldn't be surprised if that didn't help um, if if that indeed hurt um, and there was some spreading of the virus I will say it was right when people were starting to um, acknowledge that it might be a bigger issue than we thought um, so perhaps people and the people I will even though it was sold out uh, there were certainly people that didn't go that were, you know, uh, decided did, didn't want to take the chance. Um, so, for instance, I had a seat on either side of me. I wasn't right on top of the person next to me. Um, but you know, for from uh, it's now been it's going to be three weeks uh, yeah. tomorrow. So um, I, I consider it a good sign that there haven't been any stories of yeah. um, specific instances of the, either the musicians that were there or the people that were there um, talking about how they got sick of that concert.
1: Real quick aside, I was concerned about that concert when it was first announced and I thought they pulled it off. I thought it was excellent. I really did. I loved it. Go ahead, Seth. So, no, uh, so. I'm going to switch gears here
0: for a second. Listen, you're uh, Osiris Meshpacha here, right? Meshpacha. Mishpacha! You know? and, uh... ah! Mishpacha! And so How's it going, Bobby? Bob what we're saying is, is is Osiris family and JamBase has been so supportive to Osiris and just a great partnership oh. there. Uh, but I want to check in with you on in the JamBase podcast for our listeners that haven't listened, which, by the way, listen if you haven't listened. Uh, can you tell a little bit about your podcast and what you've got coming up?
2: Absolutely. Um, we were on quite a roll with the podcast. We had some great episodes recently. We had Chuck from... Al uh we had Chuck From Mo talking Chuck about. From Al. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, Al made Chuck that guy. Chuck, Chuck from Beau talking about the art of the set list and um we had uh some tour stories told by the the, the um you know escaping my my memory right now but what we do have coming up is we have a uh interview that i conducted at spring training right before all this started um with sean doolittle of the washington nationals nice, um, really? and he he appeared on uh beyond the pond yep. as well um, so Wilson, to the, to the no Dude. he
1: listens to the dead to get to get Do you tell him scott
2: So uh, Sean Doolittle is a Nationals pitcher who's a big fish and dead fan. He had a glove made up um, that uh, has lyrics to punch you in the eye on it. Um, And obviously Wilson, because that's the maker of the glove. Um, He uh, talks about. Um, the dead song that he listens to before he uh, goes out to start his work, um, and, and come into games, and talks about uh, how he became uh, a. a into the how how he first found the music of Fish and um, you know he's hoping to see them in uh, in Atlanta um, in Piedmont Park when we all are um, I believe that's uh, August first 1- and second. First and second, um, you know, ho- hopefully it still happens. Um, but I, I, I tend to doubt it. But anyways. Or uh, if it does Bra- happen,
1: I hope he gets hammered, has a great time, and then has to pitch against the Braves, and they hammer him.
2: Oh. The next <laughs> day. Oh. No, he uh, will be att- he will be pitching against the Braves in the afternoon, then uh, is off the next day. So oh. that won't help the Braves, that's a good, Well, it's a
0: good thing that that's happening. Otherwise, he'd be pitching a fit
2: so you know we were aiming to get that up on opening day which was this past thursday Uh. and because of what happened, um, you know, we just have been had our hands full and, and our main focus is, is on the, the jam base live stream calendar. I do hope that we'll be able to get that episode up on um, Thursday, um, but but we have a uh, lot of stuff going on. And and I, it's really important to us to, to do the live stream calendar and, and do it right. But we've got that in the can. We've got um, an interview with... Um, with Rob from Galactic, where oh, nice. he talks about the first show that they ever played, because this year is the 25th anniversary of Galactic.
1: I um, bet it was
2: in New Orleans. It, 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 of course it was. Yeah. Yes, good, good, uh, good, good guess there. Negative and... five points
0: for trying to guess something as obvious as that, Rob. You get negative <laughs> five points.
2: Don't pinch a fit, Seth. Just... <laughs> we had a great interview with, uh, Karina Reichman that we published recently. Um, where she talks about her musical mentors and not just musical um, when it comes to learning how to play music but also the industry part of things and I thought that that was particularly fascinating so I really look forward to getting back you know we were on quite a roll with the podcast and um, you know we we had to change our focus to um, the, the, the live stream calendar but, but we're hoping to um, that as we continue to evolve that that product and make it more automated and we get the uh, form that I was talking about where people can fill it out and we basically press a button and it goes live on site um, that, that we get back to where we were with the uh, w- with the podcast and I appreciate you guys uh, asking about that now
1: in the introduction we mentioned about how you know and I as I said I tend to make fun of industry people because it's easy to do and it's great content for the show but I'm at this point very, very concerned about industry people, pe- particularly people who have skills specifically for the music industry and the entertainment and restaurant industry. Um, do you see anything developing yet uh, where we can contribute or should we have our own jam thing? W- what can we do to provide assistance to those people who are, who are going to be needing some money for groceries pre- pretty soon?
2: I we wrote up an article today on JamBase about a um, fund, a musician's fund that was put together by Eddie Roberts, the Payback. Um, I saw that Eddie, Eddie Roberts of the uh, New Master Sounds guitarist. He, his, um, his his nonprofit, the Payback, focuses on the homeless, but they've kind of have changed midstream as well and have put together a fund. With a couple of other nonprofits or organizations, um, to give micro grants to musicians. We're not talking about thousands of dollars, but we're talking about five hundred dollars to help a musician who might be struggling to pay their rent or um, get Food. the groceries. Food. And so I really, I think that that is a great effort. Um, I think artists are doing creative things like the, um, the grams, um, the, uh, 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 I I know Jennifer Hartswick and Anders Osborne, a bunch of other uh, um, musicians are offering um, singing telegrams, essentially where a cameo, yeah, it, it, yeah, there's cameo and there's, there's a, a master
0: uh, lessons that Mark Brownstein started as well. Which and are, then
2: yeah, but I think that's another great way that we can get out there and support musicians. I mean, you know, even if you just want to heckle Joel Cummins for an hour, oh Rob, you could do uh,
1: that. You actually pay for it this time. Oh, I can do, do that on any, Twitter. I can do that anytime. It's, but exactly. I, but I'm worried about the people working for Jake Sinegar. I'm working for you know the worried about the people working for John Gottwiler. Like, you know what I mean? That we, that we can't just put them on. We, right. Those yeah. are the yeah. ones we've really got to reach out to. Yeah. Most of them are great people.
2: Right. I I agree. <laughs> it's it it really is an issue. And I um for I was glad to see the national um just today announced a uh, triple uh, a th- three LP vinyl version of their 2010 album high violet that they put out and are putting all proceeds from that to their crew um, and I think That's that awesome. that is uh, I hope more bands follow in their footsteps although it's tough I mean the bands need to eat and pay the rents themselves but I hope they also um, consider their crew but I wish I had a better answer
1: one quick question off topic before we close Mm -hmm. have you ever been threatened by a publicist
2: have I ever been threatened? No. Uh, th- thankfully, I that has not been a situation. Um, I try to uh, keep on keep on good terms with those uh, with those folks. Um, I, that, that, have, have you?
1: Yes, yes. Recently, I'll tell you that story the next time I see you, which will be oh, okay. which will be soon. I'm going to go to New York as soon as I can. Um, yeah. Listen, in closing, can I close up, Seth? You may, Scotty. I just want you to know. No matter what happens, no matter how we get through this, whatever happens in the weeks and months that lie ahead, always know that that boy reprise the thirteenth night was a reprise. That was, a repeat. <laughs> it was they, a repeat. They came so close, dude. They're gonna have to do it all again. Maybe fifteen this time. Oh man, Scotty, take care, be healthy, be safe, be well We love you, the community loves you more than ever you, you and your whole staff are kicking ass and doing really, really important work Because people are stuck in their homes and because of you, there's an easy way to escape There's an easy way to be connected right there on their couch And they can, they can do so while observing the quarantining properly
2: thank you so much guys and while i'm the person that is lucky enough to be doing this interview with you guys um it is a full team effort and lots of love to everyone at Jambase that helped uh, make that product happen so you guys take care of yourselves and uh here's to talking again under better circumstances
1: god bless Jambase.